Coming up on Podcast 1703, Tesla sets new production and delivery records, but somehow still disappoints some people. I don't get it. Stick around, I'll tell you more. Also on the show today, incentives continue for some Tesla buyers. Polestar hit their goal for last year. Lucid's Air Pure goes on sale and taxis go green in Greece. Those stories and many more coming up on the podcast today. So stick around. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. It's EV News Daily, your trusted source of EV information. For the first kind of working day, at least here in Europe, at least back, because yesterday was a bank holiday. I don't know what day of the week it is. Tuesday, 3rd of January, I think, anyway. Uh, My name is Martin Lee, and I go through every EV story, so you don't have to. We'll kick off with the headline story. And Tesla delivering a record number of cars last year. As sales grow by massive percentages that any other major car maker would be totally envious of, but Tesla somehow still managed to disappoint Wall Street. Obviously, the share price, I don't it's not a financial podcast, uh, but the stock price has been tanking lately for Tesla. Some people say it's because of Elon's Twitter adventures. But either way, uh, the expectations were very, very high. A 50% annual growth rate has been missed. And all earlier this year, half a million vehicles were expected in the last quarter of the year, which just blows my mind. But they were down from that, and they were even down from the lowered revised figure. So, Annually, 1.3 million vehicles last year, which, again, I think is utterly astounding. That's delivered, by the way. 1.3 million vehicles delivered, 40% increase on the previous year. They made, they produced almost 1.4 million vehicles. And yet, the quarter we've just had reported, Q4, Tesla delivered 405,278 vehicles. The estimate was mm, 420 to 430. That was the lowered estimate as well. So, clearly... Some issues there. I still think it's amazing, but for those that track these kind of things, Tesla offered two rebates for buyers taking delivery of a vehicle, says CNN.com. Before the end of the year, you got $3,750 off, and that was increased to $7,500 with a couple of weeks left to go in 2022 to try and um, just juice those numbers a little bit. Bits. Tesla started production at two new factories in the last year, Austin in Texas and Brandenburg, Germany, ramping up Fremont and Shanghai as well. But we don't know the breakdown. There's educated people I follow on social media who split these things out. But Tesla don't officially tell us. In Q4, deliveries of the 3 and the Y, which they group together, were 388,000. Deliveries of the S and the X, the newly refreshed ones, 17,000. Now, back in their Q3 shareholder presentation, Tesla did say that over a multi-year horizon, uh, we will grow 50% average annual growth in vehicle deliveries. And so obviously they've missed that, and that's an issue uh, for those that follow these kind of things. And there are obviously competitors in the US. You know, the, the, the US market is pretty much all Tesla, but now you've got everything from Ford to GM and Rivian and Lucid delivering vehicles. And so that's eaten into the share a little bit, but still. Well, let's talk about the commercial side of the business and Tesla semi-truck and the best-kept secrets are now being unveiled by... Uh, the hacker that goes by the name of Green on social media. And this person, it's a he, uh, he has posted some images, technical diagrams of the Tesla semi-truck. It's got nine battery modules in the 500-mile version. That's the 805-kilometer version. They're modular, and so you can have 
by the look of it, not that Tesla have told us this, but looking at the diagrams, the, the semi-truck could have different amounts of modules, which makes sense based on the customer's needs. If they just want a truck to do a local route every single day, why would you buy one with 500 miles? You'd save the money and get 250 miles. Uh, these aren't, by the way stacked batteries from a Model 3 or something. These modules look entirely custom for the truck. There's two drive units, and on the two rear axles, because a truck would have two rear axles, the most rearward is all about an efficiency, and then the one further forward is for torque, so for power. Uh, there's one megawatt charging, which we now know has uh, uh, integrated cooling around the charge port to keep everything liquid cooled and to cool the cable and the charge port as well to stop overheating during that megawatt charging. I'll pop a link to Auto Evolution in the show notes so you can read more about that and a couple more Tesla stories. Three more, actually. We'll start with news of Tesla getting the top spot in Norway. Four out of five new cars sold in Norway were pure battery electric vehicles in 2022 tesla leading the way once again for the second year running consecutive year tesla were top in norway uh, a 12.2 share of the overall market volkswagen had 11.6 last year so in terms of pure battery electric vehicles 80 percent of the norwegian market is pure battery electric that's up from 65 percent a year ago and 2.9% just 10 years ago. Norway has moved to EV so, so quickly. It can be done. There have been some big incentives, though, and that is in terms of not taxing EVs like they tax combustion stuff. So it's about $4 billion US dollars equivalent in lost revenues rather than just giving away money to buy an electric vehicle. So it's a tax cut. So it does impact the public purse, and that's definitely going to change at some point. Model Y was the most popular vehicle last year in Norway, ahead of the VW ID4. Two great EVs. Uh, that was in second place. Third place was the Skoda ENIAC. Pop a link to Automotive News in the show notes if you'd like to find out more about what's happening in Norway. But in China, Tesla continue to offer their incentives aimed at uh, juicing the goose a little bit and getting some more sales underway as the year kicks off. Um, it's a 10,000 yuan Incentive for the three or the Y. That's about 1500 US dollars equivalent. You've got to take delivery by the end of February. And if you do, you get the discount. Now, I mentioned Tesla stock. This isn't a financial podcast, never meant to be. Uh, it did drop 37% in December alone. And the falling sales in China were a large part of that Tesla story, which is on the back foot right now. You can't deny that, really. It's already ruled out meeting their objectives to grow 50% um, year on year. But China is such a huge part of the Tesla story, so much so the, the head of Tesla China, the man who really got that factory built in a year and has that huge success under his belt, has now taken over responsibilities in North America. This is something that was talked about with Elon on his Twitter adventure, how Tesla needs a, a dedicated CEO. It was reported last month. I didn't report on that. I didn't believe it at the time. I can't see somebody coming in and being the CEO of Tesla when Elon Musk wouldn't be the CEO. Now, the Electric website says that while they did report on that rumour, of Tesla China head Tom Zhu. Um, 
they didn't really believe that rumour, and now it seems it's not true. But he has had a promotion and is moving from China to the US. He will be responsible, according to this Electrek story, so a single source, not even a named source here, uh, but he'll be in charge of sales, service and deliveries in North America. Over the last few weeks, it was reported he'd stepped down as a representative of Tesla in China, and he's being groomed for a larger role in the US, according to Electrek. They write that sources familiar with the matter telling Electric he's now been added to the North American sales service and delivery org chart. Love an org chart. And so moving into doing that role, which, you know, they've got no problem making the vehicles. As we can see, they've made far more vehicles in the last year than they've sold. There's inventory kicking around at Tesla in various places. Now, Tesla would say, yeah, but also we've got a lot on ships and it's being moved around the world, and et cetera, et cetera. That's their reason for why they've got tens of thousands of vehicles in inventory uh, now. But uh, I don't think Tesla's problem is production. I think now their issue is yeah, selling the damn things, and and that's what Elon Musk is particularly good at. So this new chap, as good as he is coming in, he's not going to be, you know, front and centre, the public face of Tesla, saying, hey, come and buy our cars. And Tesla, as we know, don't traditionally advertise, but they do spend a lot of money on advertising just in different ways, things like uh, the referral schemes of old, which can come back into a form of marketing after all, even though it's not buying, you know, magazine glossy ads it's just a different way to spend your money. Okay, coming up, we'll talk a little bit about Polestar, also Lucid, and taxis go green in Greece. Stick around those stories and a lot more coming up. Now let's talk some great news coming out of China, and that's BYD. And I say coming out of China, but I think before too long it'll be coming out of anywhere that BYD want to sell their vehicles. 235,000 EVs sold last month. Last month alone by BYD, an all-time high. Fourth consecutive month doing more than 200,000 units. I say EVs, that does include plug-ins, so let me explain. Sales of Pure Bevs last month, 112,000. Sales of plug-in hybrids, 122,500. For the full year, BYD, it's such a massive success story. Now, of course, their average selling price of their vehicles, much lower than Tesla, for instance. They sell much more budget models. But still, uh, the average, uh, the, 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 the 2022 cumulative sales for BYD, 1.86 million. And in terms of BEVs, that was 911,000 pure battery electric cars last year by BYD. So, you know, just off a million, but still a mega, mega number. They're also the second biggest battery maker in China. Uh, Last year, they installed 89 gigawatt hours of batteries. So BYD making the batteries, making the vehicles on a rip right now. We'll watch them closely. Polestar, another company we watch closely, and their CEO, Thomas Singenlath, announcing that with the hard work of the Polestar team, they hit their delivery goal for the year, which, you must say, had been lowered halfway through the year. But even though, mission accomplished, 50,000 Polestars on the road in 2022. He tweeted, December Polestar cars has been a crazy mission with an all-time high of deliveries. The team's been working extra hard right to the end of the year. Mission accomplished. Uh, said uh, their boss at Polestar uh, via social media. Deliveries accelerated towards the end of the year uh, to what could be um, about 45,000 
deliveries midway through September. So 5,000 deliveries, I guess, in the last couple of weeks of the year alone, that would be. So if they can keep that going, as it were, if that was the annualised rate, then again, that would be a couple hundred thousand vehicles next year rather than 50,000. They won't be that, um, but it certainly could be a very decent number next year. Polestar 2, by the way, is the only thing they sell. Polestar 2 is um, going to be followed by Polestar 3, <laughs> funnily enough, made in South Carolina alongside the Volvo EX90, which looks rather delicious. I'll pop a link to uh, uh, that story inside EVs in the show notes if you'd like to read more about Polestar's performance. Lucid are next in the news, and um, Lucid are now delivering the Air Pure, which is their budget model. There's nothing budget about this, let me tell you about it. Um, Lucid, um, as per recent social media updates from Lucid. Uh, The first deliveries of the Air were made before the end of the year. Uh, Images shared by the company revealed the first deliveries of the um, affordable uh, Air sedan uh, were held at their Milbrae, California studio. Uh, They said, we're excited to announce the first deliveries of Lucid Air Pure. A warm welcome to our newest members of the Owners Club. According to Teslarati, the website, they say that the Air Pure starts at $87,400 for the single motor variant. No glass roof in that. You've got the solid roof. Uh, A few compromises made to get the price down, but still, it's an absolutely stunning vehicle with 400 miles of range. It's uh, hopefully going to bring more people into the EV family. Those that just want something a little bit different and lucid, I guess you would say is a little bit different. Now, taxis go green in Greece if you are going on holiday there, unless any of my Greek listeners, in case you're probably not going on holiday where you live, you're going to work tomorrow, then be on the lookout for new electric taxis. A new 40 million euro budget has been put uh, set aside in a new fund to promote taxis going pure electric to get 2,000 diesels off the road, the subsidy for the purchase or lease of a pure electric taxi and a charge point at home where they charge it, uh, they'll give you or they'll give the drivers 40%, up to 40% of the purchase or lease price of the vehicle. That's up to 17,500 euros as an incentive, mandatory taking an old dirty diesel off the road though so you can't just use that money to get a shiny new ev you've got to dump something dirty off the road uh, for another five thousand euros on that great news now the new inductive charging tests have been completed in cologne a research project for electrified taxis has been completed at cologne central station Started last May, six taxis were converted for the system and they've been recharged about 600 times, they say, since last May. And they've been looking at where the taxis park and how safe it is and to ensure that inductive charging stations um, set up pose no threat to animals or anything like that going between the charging pads and the car. Um, They're actually going to leave them in place because some of the taxi companies there are going to carry on using those vehicles, which is brilliant. The aim of this test project, this pilot project, was all about these electric taxis uh, contactlessly charging while they wait because you can't plug a car in and then move forward a few feet and then stop and move forward a bit and then stop and etc which is where wireless charging really really works i'm so so excited about wireless charging i don't really need it at home you know getting out and plugging the cable in is fine but it would be so cool if all evs had it as an option so if every electric vehicle had an inductive charging plate 
like your mobile phone, underneath the car. And every supermarket car park, every bowling alley, every leisure facility had something under the tarmac, under the, the asphalt, where you just pulled into a parking space and walked away from your car, and it was magically charging. That would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think we're a little bit away from that uh, pie-in-the-sky thinking. But I can dream, I can dream. Right, staying in Germany, and a mystery German EV maker is moving to a 900 volts technology. The company, Ryan Metall, issued a press release, and it's a bit cryptic, but I'll tell you what was in the press release. Uh, they said they've won a major order of a quarter of a billion euros, so this is no chump change here. A quarter of a billion euro order from a premium German automaker. And that's the phrase they put in their press release for 900 volts uh, EV contactors from 2025. Ryan Metall supply, they say, tens of millions of contactors for their new platform, the this mystery EV makers platform, 900 volt technology. Contactors make switching EVs on and off safe, assuring efficient, risk-free operation, important in emergency situations in case of an accident or short circuit because of system failure. 900-volt technologies improve the efficiency of the next-gen EVs, enabling faster charging and enhanced range, making the 900-volt class the standard for future EVs. Um, it's not going to be uh, VW's MEB Plus platform if you like the evolution of MEB it's not going to be BMW I don't think so when they say premium German automaker of that scale who are making enough EVs for a quarter of a billion euro order it can probably only be Mercedes-Benz and I didn't realize that Mercedes-Benz next platform is going to be 900 volts so because some of the the stuff coming out of VW so you could say well the Porsche and the Audis are going to need bits but that's an 800 volt architecture same as BMW, I believe, with their cylindrical cells. So that would leave Mercedes-Benz, I'm guessing, of any scale. So, hmm, that's interesting food for thought. Keep an eye on that one. Now, um, the U.S. Department of Treasury announcing that countries other than the U.S. and their free trade agreement partners may well be added to the Inflation Reduction Act. And that pleases the South Koreans because the EV subsidies have been a hot topic. I've been talking about it a lot on the podcast. South Korean EV battery manufacturers getting more leeway in terms of supplying and and the customers being able to get the money off the EVs with that Inflation Reduction Act. Their, Canada, Australia, Chile were those countries, including Indonesia, Argentina, that America has a free trade agreement with, according to the department, though, even an EV using a, a mineral extracted in a non-partner country will be eligible for the subsidy if the mineral is processed by a partner country and an added value of 50% is created as a result of the processing, according to businesscareer.co.kr. In other words, they say a company can get the subsidy by extracting a mineral in China, which would be banned, but processing it somewhere else like South Korea, Chile, etc., and then that eventual EV would still get the $7,500 tax credit incentive under the Inflation Reduction Act. It is still fabulously complicated, and I don't pretend to understand it all. Now, uh, CES is starting, and the big news from Volkswagen is they will unveil a new EV today, actually. Later on today, I'm recording this um, early doors, and so it hasn't happened yet, US time, but on tomorrow's podcast, on Thursday's podcast, UK time, it'll be Wednesday's news, um, when VW talk about what they are unveiling at CES. 
S. They have told us so far there's uh, the ID Aero coming. There's the ID 8 as well. The Aero is that kind of more sedan shape or fastback shape. Uh, the ID 8 is going to be a big SUV. It would seem like I think the ID Aero is going to get more you know, meat on the bones, and so it could well be that. It's about time we find out more details because it's going to be into production sometime in 2023. It feels right for the ID Aero to get a number, maybe the ID7, according to autoblog.com. They think the ID7 is the most likely name for that. We'll wait and see. And finally, Carlos Sainz, the legendary name in rallying, has won the opening stage of the Dakar rally in an EV, brilliant news. He's 60 years old and he has uh, been mastering uh, 367 gruelling kilometres, according to topgear.com, uh, in his new Audi RSQ e-tron. Audi's publicly set their sights on an overall podium this time around rather than just winning some stages as they did last year, which is why they've returned to Saudi Arabia with a lighter, more aerodynamic version of their EV. It's got two motor generator units, MGUs, on the front axle, rear axle as well, linked by software to distribute the torque in the four-wheel drive system. There's another MGU as well, uh, which looks after the regen, and that comes from their Formula E program to generate 400 horsepower, not to 60, doesn't really matter, but it's 4.5 seconds. More importantly is the way this vehicle is powered. Another MGU is a motor generator unit, connected to not only the regen to capture lost energy, uh, but also a petrol engine. So there's a uh, two-litre four-cylinder turbo, uh, which is used in their Audi RS, the DTM car, uh, and that operates in a very, very narrow rev range from 4,000 to 6,000 RPM. So it it keeps the efficiency high, it uses e-fuels to keep emissions low, and that will recharge the battery when needed as well. And they're currently leading the Dakar in an EV. Told you, EVs are just better. But you knew that anyway. That's your podcast for today. Question of the week will return at some point, taking a break for a while. Uh, Thank you very much to all of our premium partners, Phil Roberts of Electric Future, Brad Crosby, Porsche of The Village in Cincinnati, Audi of Cincinnati East, Volvo Cars of Cincinnati East, National Car Charging on the US mainland and Aloha Charge in Hawaii, Derek Riley from the EV Review Island YouTube channel, Richard at rscv.co.uk for buying and selling EVs in the UK, Octopus Electric Universe, global public charging made simple with one app and one map, Milbrookcottages.co.uk, five-star luxury cottages in Devon, and lease plan electric moments with all the tools and guidance that EV drivers need. Have a good and see tomorrow. And remember, there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid.